Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Hey, everyone. Happy to see everybody. Happy Steak and Blowjob Day because we are recording on a Monday and today is that holiday. Officially, unofficially, but we celebrate it here in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Practice and give out their gifts. Definitely. And if you're looking for a little inspiration, we have a whole episode on blowjobs that were inspired by Lulu's workshop, (laughs) which I went to uh, two weeks ago and it was so great. You and Crystal did an amazing job. I learned a lot about it. Yes. And just a a, um, little snippet. We're doing for next month is Cake and Condolingas Day. And for that, we're doing a panel. So if anybody wants to be a part of the panel, um, if you own a vulva or if you're a person who gives amazing orals to a vulva and you want to give some tips and tricks, we would love to have you on. Hit us in our DMs and um, we will take it from there. Awesome. So, yeah, we'll include all that information in the show notes. And I'm excited to go to another one of your workshops. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So today's topic is sex and parenting. We're going to be talking about how to maintain, spice up, and enjoy your sex life after having kids. So this is going to be a really great topic. Unfortunately, I don't have any children, so I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. Lulu's going to be giving her expert advice, but this is going to be a good one. All right, so let's get into it. Just right off the bat, how did having kids change your sex life? <laughs> oh, you know, I can't even take it further back than that. How did having a younger sibling change your sex life? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like want to be underneath you. You know, this supposed to be your time. And they're like, hey, can I get this? Can I get this? Like, no. Like, stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. You weren't bothering me when you thought I wasn't doing anything. But the moment you saw me move. Now you want to bother me. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with your kids. You know, um, you all could be sitting there, maybe just watching TV. Kids ain't paying you a shade of mind, not even a sliver. They see you get up. They see the other parent maybe get up. Now you're like, hey, can I get this? Get it? What, what, what do you want now? When I was sitting there, you didn't want nothing for two hours. I got up now. All of a sudden you want something. It's like, like they have a sixth sense that you want some yes, quality time. Yes. The hateration is very hard when it comes to your children. When <laughs> they can just like smell the essence. Oh, they want to have a good time somewhere. No, nope, there'll be no good time having. So you just have to be so creative. And um, I have to spend a lot of time in your bathroom, honestly. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm taking a shower and the other parent is using the bathroom. So this is what we're doing in here. And so you can't come in. And the shower Mm -hmm. could be friggin' running and you're just like, because. But they've had some, uh, we have parent chats or whatever. And some parents like, yeah, you see the little child's hand underneath the crack of the door. Like, so what are you guys doing? Can I come in and just sit down? Like, what? Why are you doing that? You just see the little feed toes or something. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so, honestly, the same with um with a pet parent. 
because animals do it too. Mm-hmm. Put their little hand, paw underneath the door, and they start scratching. Like, what? Why? You wasn't even thinking about me before I came over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hating. <laughs> so it seems like a lot more interruptions, having to get a little bit more creative. Yes. Fit in that time and like really quickly, that type of stuff. Yeah, having to make sure that your doors lock properly. Mm. Because you can have a lock on your door, and with so much frequently, children don't knock. They just like kind of push the door open. Now the door doesn't lock anymore. And now you have to put an additional lock. You have to like bolt things underneath the door. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, I need to come in there. Well, what do you want? I just need to come in there. What do you want? I need to see what you do. Excuse me. I need to see what you're doing. What? What do you mean? I'm in my room. I'm I'm in here. And then the infamous being quiet. You're like muzzling the other person. Now you're like under a pillow. Now this has become your kink because you have to be under the pillow so you won't make noise because you just know the children have like sonar hearing at this point. And they're like, well, what is that? Mm -hmm. You're right in there? Can I come in and see? Do you need help? Like, what? What? Are you not a doctor? Like, no, just just go away. Mm-hmm. Or when they won't go to sleep. Usually, when you have you have, people have children, they usually sometimes go to sleep around the same time all the time. It seems like the moment they know that you want to be intimate with your spouse, they like take no dose and they don't go to sleep and they have so much energy. They're like, uh, they're like, oh yeah, I'm not sleepy. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like, Can you read me this story for the 15th yeah. time this evening? Yeah. Look, I brought you five books. Can we read all these? No. <laughs> oh, I can't sleep. Can I lay with you guys? No. Well, can you lay with me in my room? No. And even if you go in there for like five minutes, they're like, oh, well, I'm not tired. Let's just, let's just do something else. Let's talk. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No. No. You know, a lot of parents... <laughs> When they're at that brink, when they really need to get their fix, they'll go to some lengths. I'm not going to say all what people do because I don't want nobody coming after me, but people do what they got to do to get them children to sleep. They give them some melatonin. We can talk about melatonin because everybody does that. But um, yeah, they say, here, take one of these melatonin gummies and um, I'll see you later. <laughs> You're like planning around your children now, which yeah. is insane to say the least. So... How do you deal with like those frequent interruptions or when you know your kid just doesn't want to go to bed or like how do you kind of calm them down and then get back into the moment or like if you're in the middle of doing something and you get interrupted by a little hand under the door how do you get back into the moment so um sometimes it's not that easy you know um Especially like if you're at that point where you were almost there and you have to get interrupted. Oh, sometimes like, okay, you know what? Forget it. And so now your whole day is like screwed. You're yelling at everybody. You're just like, what is happening? You know, because you just needed that little bit to get you over the top and you just couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Now you're just snapping at the children, at the spouse or partner. You're just like, ah, and everybody's just sextrated at this point and it can be very very intense on the other hand um you could just say hey i'll be there in five minutes get away from this door 
and you just have to finish because if not, you get the frustrated, sex frustrated, and nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the circumstance. It depends on the occasion. Like sometimes you can get that finish, and sometimes the child is just knocking. Oh, my sibling hit me, and it's a night like okay, <laughs> they may really be injured. I need to check this out, right? Right. And then if they're not, you're upset. You're like, <sighs> so you just can work this out between yourselves. Mm-hmm. They took my cookie. You can get another cookie. I wanted that one. It's like so this whole thing. <laughs> this is very sorted. You're like, oh, why, why? And then you some 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 people like resent their partner, right? They're like, because of you wanting this sex that we have these children, and now we can't have the sex. So see, let's not do it. Let's just not do it. <laughs> I just do it myself because then they won't interrupt me by myself, but they know we're together. So that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of parents have their toys and they do their solo play because anytime they try to get together, someone's hating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Little kid logic is so funny. Um, how, how those little minds operate just is confounding. So speaking of toys Mm -hmm. and for solo time, do you have any recommendations for like toys that are a little bit quieter that get the job done really quickly just so that, you know, Um, inquiring minds don't go, why is there that buzzing noise? Right. Mm. (laughs) Definitely. So the top things are definitely need something to hold your products in, something that locks, you know, because, um, and I sell it to lots of parents. They're like, listen, I had it in a little baggie and the child went to the bag and thought it was makeup and now they want to play with the makeup. And they're like, oh, what is this? And so it's all those kind of things. You need a lockbox, okay? Mm. <laughs> you need like one of those little mini safes with a lock, okay? You need one of those, like seriously. And then, um, you know, so popular now, but has been a lot of the vibrating panties, you know, because you can kind of put it on and you can be kind of going through your day and kind of getting one off if you need to. And it's easy to just say, okay, I'll just take yeah. it out. They magnetize to your own underwear. You can look, okay, I can get a few buzz in. Okay, I'm cool. And, you know, kind of on with your day. They have some lower grade ones that's not as strong, you know, well, strong, but not as loud, not as rumbly, if you would. So it won't be really heard. Or you get those IPX7, which is waterproof submergible toys and you go in the shower and you get one off really fast mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just taking a quick bath leave me alone i just Love need that. 10 minutes i just need 10 minutes for you to leave me alone mm-hmm. and then you know you can kind of go on with your day and the same works this is same for vulva or penis owners because we do have waterproof toys for penis owners they can get them a quick stroke there in the shower and kind of you know um help themselves out if they couldn't get with their partner for these especially for our new moms you know maybe they're breastfeeding and you know so the child needs more attention and so now dad can't get attention because i'm here hey listen don't be ashamed so you got to rub on by yourself like you just got to do it because mm-hmm. it can't happen right now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no that totally that totally makes sense <laughs> So how do you and Mr. Lulu keep your relationship fresh and maintain a parenting and romantic mm-hmm. life balance? Um, we just fine. <laughs> we just carve out our time, right? They go to sleep. We'll, we'll stay up. We do a lot of our alone time when he's off and the kids are at school. Like, that's just the whole day. 
and there ain't nothing happening between the time they get dropped off until it's an hour before pickup because let's be very clear you can forget to get your child because you'll sleep and miss the alarm or something so you need to at least give yourself an hour before pickup to get that rest in time so you can be prepared to now wash off and all that and go pick the children up mm-hmm. so that's what happens and you know carve out different times you know um again meet me in the shower you know you know, my kids are older, so it's even become even more thing because they're older now. So they're they sounding like, well, what exactly is that? And when you have inquisitive children, they're like, you know what? It sounds like you're moving the bed around in there. Is everything okay? Are you jumping on the bed? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if the springs are good. What do you do? <laughs> so when you have older children, it becomes even more thing because, you know, the children talk. Right in school, mm-hmm. you know, you hear them. I've you know, done PTA, so they're like, "Oh, you know, in my parents' room, like their bed moves around a lot." And then I went in there, and the floor was slippery. I'm like, "What is happening?" You got to remember to like clean up and throw away, put away your your cum rags, and and so it's a lot of maneuvering. That's why you got to have a little caddy by the side of your bed to put those little things in and put it away real mm. quick. And um, it's like a second job to be able to put all those things away and be prepared for your children to say, hey, and you're like, don't sit on my bed. Just what do you want from the door? Like, what is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Or they're like, oh, how come your underpants are on the floor? You don't sleep with any? Mind your business. Like, no, my mother told me don't sleep with underwear because you need to breathe while you're sleeping. So, no, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like oh should i not sleep with any okay you know what just what do you want oh i'm hungry so you can just thought you can just leave with that like why is there like a whole inquiry about what's going on in here where i live <laughs> it's a whole thing you have to go you have to have a speech ready it's like <laughs> it's amazing to see what they notice what they don't notice and then what oh, yeah. they interpret from that scenario mm-hmm. like oh obviously like the bed's moving around. My parents are literally jumping on the bed. Like, I would jump on my bed because... But when I jump on the bed, I get in trouble. Right. Hey, I heard right. you guys How come they can do it? <laughs> I bought it. How about that? Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, for someone who is single and dating a parent, do you have any suggestions for how they should treat their partner? So, like, Things they might need to understand or keep in mind because, you know, like they're not necessarily necessarily around kids a lot. Right. They're in a relationship with someone and they have to, you know, accommodate that child in their life, too. Right. So I would say be understanding. If the relationship is some that you're not sleeping over, maybe um, you kind of went there just for the purpose of sex that time. And maybe it didn't happen. Kind of be understanding about that. Like, don't make the person feel bad. Because as much as you want the sex, they want the sex, too. And yes. they is equally upset that they could not get it. So don't make them feel bad. Oh, you should have did something with your kids. You know, like, it's not always that easy. You know, mm-hmm. our children get sick. They're our first priority. Forget all that. You know, all these things happen. But don't make the person feel like they did something wrong. Hey, listen, I hit you up next time. It just didn't work this time. And again, see, like, here, have one of these and and and, and go over there. Because I, I can't do anything for you right Is now. Is that a, uh, a stroking it's, product? 
Yes. And okay. all you gotta do is add water or add lube mm. and it keeps suction very well. And then you can wash it out and hang it out. So maybe you can be like, here, have one of these and um, go over there right now because I, I can't do anything right now. Mm-hmm. You know, my child don't want to leave my bed. You know, I, we just need to work it out. You know, but the most important thing I would say is to be understanding because, like I said, as frustrating as it is for them and you, it so it, it's not going to make it any easier. Right, right. That doesn't help the situation to then. No, because I'm know, already frustrated. your partner for something right, that goes on with their kid because like that's right. going to take priority. The person probably was trying to get their kids the bed and thing out before you even arrived and it just did not work. <laughs> it happens. It mm-hmm. just didn't work. Like mm-hmm. for some reason the child was like, oh, you thought you were going to have a good time today? It's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Right. This is why you see so many parents. They don't even really go on dates. They just go to their car and drive somewhere so they can have be intimate with each other. Go to the, go to the make-out point Right. <laughs> They're all with the children that go to your grandma's house just so they can just so they can have an hour or two just to reconnect. It's important. Mm-hmm. We should do that yeah. because you don't want to lose that connection with your spouse. You know, right. I don't want to say physical connection is everything, but it's definitely important. You have to have that full balance. You have to have communication, the understanding, emotional and physical. I believe the whole thing goes together. Because mm-hmm. if you're physically frustrated, it will show emotionally. <laughs> Absolutely. You would yeah. just start snapping and taking people's head clean off. And it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> what did you call it? Se- sextrated? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, when you like hangry, when you're mm-hmm. angry, hungry, oh, it's, it's, I think it's worse than that, actually. Because that's the buildup of, you know, all your emotions inside, you know, the, the release that can't happen. Mm hmm. It's like shaking a soda bottle with a Mentos in it. You just can't get the cap off. <laughs> That's an excellent visual. Can you like really? You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, mm. yeah. Because it's not. It's not just the physical release. There is that emotional <laughs> yes. component to it. That stress reliever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get that. Everybody's like, oh, you start biting your fingernails, like you know, you're like okay. You just need to. We gotta do new exercises. We got to bring ourselves, try to bring ourselves back center. But what if, again, you just had a newborn and this was like your six week mark when you finally was able to, and then you could do it? Mm-hmm. Ugh, like, <laughs> the tension is running wild. Already, your partner would be like, oh, come on. It's be like, look. I can't now. You have to wait. Oh, but then they start whining like a small child as well. He's like, okay, I'm getting it from both ends. And then when it's finally time, you're like, now nah, the child won't go to sleep. It's all these little things. Mm-hmm. No. It can be <laughs> completely overwhelming. Like, yeah. really. People don't understand. Yeah. It could be really, really overwhelming. Like, completely. So when you get a little youngin who is inquisitive and they start asking pointed questions about sex and like we do plan to have an episode on like how to talk to your kids competently about sex but just kind of briefly like how do you answer those questions and what do you say to them well you know for me personally i don't really have that big issue because my children know what is that i do for my profession so they know it's going to be 
lube and, and products and toy cleaner because I'm doing a review. Like, oh, what? Oh, I was reviewing that. What are you talking about? That's why it's there. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm reviewing that. I'm doing a class. So mm -hmm. I need to have these things here opened. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's because some people never had that conversation with their parents. So it, it's, it's not as easy, you know, and then you don't want the child to ask you like more in-depth questions. Like, right. Well, that's so, something beyond their age level too, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it becomes a thing where children are hearing things in school. And so they're like, oh, well, I got two parents, you know, let me ask them if they're also doing that. Mm -hmm. It's They could be. And so they hear things from their friends and they come and say, hey, mom, do you and dad lay in the bed just naked rubbing each other? I'm like, what? Well, my friend said that's what their parents do because they walked in on them just doing that. And so I want to know if you guys do that and should I walk in? I'm like, what? <laughs> well, no, don't walk in. Yeah. <laughs> when mommy and daddy are having alone time, it's alone time. Well, my, you know, for me, my children know when you see this door close, you knock mm -hmm. completely. Like, just don't bust this door open. You have some respect. When I'm in the bathroom, you just knock, just don't walk yourself in here. Yeah. You see a door closed, you knock on it first. And we have to reinforce that, you know, with our kids. Sometimes we be like, oh, no, 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 no. If I'm here by myself, I'm here with the other parent. Knock on the door. Because sometimes parents be like, oh, if I'm alone, you don't have to knock. But if I'm alone in here doing alone time with myself, and then you walk in. And knock every questions time. answer. Not yeah. right. Well, what were you doing? What is that? Can I use it? Can, let me see. Oh. No, no, no. no. <laughs> You know, it's a difficult because you know, like like you said, age grade, um, age range. You don't want them to know too much, but you don't want them to be naive to what's happening. Also, sure. so you have to kind of take it as where they're at and kind of see and fill out every situation is going to be different. So I don't really want to say, especially because we're going to do something deeper, to mm -hmm. say you know you got to kind of take it by ear and kind of yeah. see where your child is and meet them there. Yeah. Set I think those that makes boundaries. Sense. Yeah, set those boundaries. When this door is closed, you knock on it. Mm -hmm. Don't stick your little fingers under this door. Don't be out here having no tantrum about nothing. Calm down. Mm -hmm. And set up some things that they could be independent enough. Hey, door's closed. You can make your own sandwich. Do you know how to use this? Some parents will do a whole spread for their children. They'll lay out food for them to eat. They'll pour them a bunch of drinks. They're, here's the show here that you want to watch. I will see you in an hour. Mm -hmm. And that's it. They know to sit there and don't move. <laughs> that's it. That's, I mean, I, I think that's a that's, that's a good strategy. Make, <laughs> make a kid-friendly charcuterie board. Yeah. Pour them some of that apple juice. Put there on the go. Barney. Mm-hmm. And slowly back away. <laughs> and so for you know, parents who have gamer children, you don't even gotta worry about that. Here's your snacks mm -hmm. and your drink, you'll be on the game for two hours. All right, no problem. Yep. That's it. You ain't even got to think about them no more because they yelling, they ain't not gonna hear nothing's happening because they busy playing Fortnite or something. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Go practice your Fortnite dances. Exactly. <laughs> How those YouTube videos come in? Good. Yeah, come yeah. Remember that green screen I bought you? Go ahead and Got you. How's, how's that TikTok dance? You still doing exactly. it? You still doing it? Okay. Exactly. All that. <laughs> Excellent. They be on there for hours. I wouldn't even know. I'm like, hey. 
can't do Some, that. Sometimes social media can be a really a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lulu. So do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? You know, as we always talk about communication, be kind to each other on both ends. You know, understand that as much as you want that person, that person wants you, but it is just not it's just not doable. And you know, for some reason, and I'd say in all scenarios, but you know, moms get it worse because they're like, we have to stop. You know, if it's a breastfeeding child, we just don't have a choice on this. You know, our body is already tender. Um we need that little fix, but we just can't get it right now. So please be understanding in that. When I'm saying that I just want to go in the shower and have my alone time because I would love for you to be with me, but these children are not allowing it. And so I need to get this right here so that I can go on with my day. So you can get some dinner so I can get some peace of mind, help you with their homework. So we will get together a little later. But for now, I need to get this one off. Here's again something for you. You can go ahead and get your one off, and we can all be zen for right now until we can get together and be zen together. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to go back to something you mentioned where you talked about like the bodily changes that occur after giving birth, or even when you're pregnant, you know, the breast can be tender, the vulva can mm-hmm. be really sensitive, and you may not want someone else touching you. And I think yeah. it's important for that supportive partner to be understanding that, you know. Your, part, your partner who's pregnant or has just given birth may be turning down sex because their body yes. just can't handle it at the moment. It's not, a, it's not a rejection of you as a person. It's a rejection of the act because it's not comfortable. And so being kind and understanding, understanding and figuring out other ways to engage in intimacy that may not necessarily involve sexual touching right. is something else to work on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it is it, all that you know. Again, like you said, nipples are tender. You may just graze, but mm-mm, just don't even don't even come over here. Just <laughs> please, yeah. don't even graze it. And so, even though you want that thing with your partner, you know, yeah, <sighs> it's just not right now. Not right now, please. Not right now. <laughs> I love you, but not right now, please. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And, you know, in the Light My Fire workshop, Angel and Quandra and Siga had talked about, you know, how you can redefine what sex is. It doesn't have to be penetrative. It doesn't have to be Uh genital touching. It could be deep kissing. It could be light caresses. Like it, you can still engage in that intimacy in a way that fits you and your partner in that moment so being open to trying these different techniques in order to to keep that intimacy yeah and it's very important and we all need it so (laughs) (laughs) well Lulu thank you for giving us a a little dip into what's going on (laughs) in your life and and how kids have how having kids have impacted you, I think you have some really great tips and tricks on how to spice things up, how to maintain your sex life, how to have a kid romantic life balance. So yes. these are all great. All right, everyone. That's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you can reach out to us on our new social media handles. So you can follow us on Twitter at MindfulSexEdPod, 
or on Instagram at Mindful Sex Ed Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. So mm-hmm. please send this episode or any of our other episodes to a friend. Yes. And lastly, check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network. We've got Sex Ed Speakeasy with hosts Angel and Steve Russell. We have Talking About Sex, Tell Me Your Story with Linnea Marie and Calandra Belfour. They're both great. And you can visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, yes. everyone. See and we will time. see you next week. Bye-bye.